Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. And welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Mark Griffith, the host today, but typically the co-host for the Housing Hour. But that's because Kevin Ray, who is the host, is not here with us. And our thoughts and prayers are going out to Kevin and his family. They're going through a tough time with the illness in the family. So our hearts and uh, prayers are with them today. Um, but we're going to continue on the show, and we've got a great show lined up for you. But first, I want to tell you how to plug in with the housinghour.com. That's where the treasure trove of information is. All of our past shows and great lineups and interviews, just go there and just Google into the uh, search bar at thehousinghour.com. There's a great search field. Put in your topic. It'll populate all the shows that we have on the topic. Over 250 plus shows there. So check it out. Share it with family, friends, all that good stuff. Also, check out the Facebook slash The Housing Hour or Twitter because we're on all the social medias and Twitter at The Housing Hour. Tweet at us. Facebook us, post on us, whatever you want to do, interact with us. We love the feedback. Anyway, we've been getting a lot of good hits lately, so uh, we want to keep that going. Interact with us. So today, we've got a fantastic show <clears throat> lined up here, and this is one of my favorite shows that we've done in the past. Probably our sixth or seventh show on the topic. I think that's right. I think so. So um, it's Crazy Home Inspections. This is one of my favorite shows, and especially I'm proud of it because I came up with the idea of doing Crazy Home Inspections because this man that is in our studio keeps posting pictures of these insane photos of home inspections on Facebook. If you ever follow him, if you friend with him, I don't know if he'll friend you back, but uh, if you maybe, maybe not, but he's not not really a political or a, a public figure of sorts, but Jack Feldman is with us in Clayton Inspection Service. As always, welcome, Jack. Thanks, Mark. It's, it's so much fun to be here, and it's fun to do these shows. It, it is a blast to do these shows, and we've got some pictures that are, some of them are just hilarious, and they keep on going, and you keep on bringing these to us, and this is what I would tell everybody. Go to thehousinghour.com if you can. If you're driving, don't do that, but listen closely. But when you can, we're going to podcast this show as we have all the other shows on thehousinghour.com. You can find this and all the photos. So follow the conversation. Look at these photos because they're insane. And we've got all the past series of this, five or six, Jack, I think that's probably where we are, Um, probably 60 photos. Yeah, that's probably because we've done about eight or nine, ten right. per, per show, and uh, there there's no repeats on those. So no. these are all your finds too. They are, you know, because now there are professional home site, uh, Facebook inspection sites that I've joined. Now they probably think I'm a home inspector, but I don't post on them so that I don't want to expose myself. But I just watch some of the the interaction. You right. you know which ones because I know that you post to those. Places as I well. do, yes. And I find that a great resource of information. They're, you know, things that they find, things that stump them, things that they pose to the general um, uh, community of home inspectors. Right. Seems you guys know a lot, you're trained a lot, but you don't know everything? Not at all. I mean, it's, uh, I, I've done this a long time, 
and I still see things that I go, how did, you know, did I miss this 10 years ago and, or, or what, but it's new stuff and we learn from each other. It's, it's a great, uh, it's not really a peer review, but uh, a good peer participation. I know the last show that we did, um, one of the things, I, I think it was the most amusing one, is where you came up uh, and found some um, bath bathroom uh, things like the commode, and it had push buttons and little icons on there to show you right. what those push buttons. What you wanted to do, yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely amazing. Did you understand those, or did you have to go to the community and say, hey, what in the world are these things? I I posted it because it was just so weird. Yeah. But it was pretty self-explanatory. They had little graphics, so, I mean, you figure out what each button did. There, a couple, well, there was one of them that kind of stumped me for a little bit, but anyway. Yeah. But it, you have to go back to that show, search Crazy Home Inspections in the field that I told you. It's simple to find. Go back and view that show, because that is absolutely amazing. But, um, Jack, what I want to talk to you about is, is really uh, something that when I scheduled this show with you, I didn't realize... And I don't think you realized that you were up for an award. I didn't. It was a it was a surprise. So before we get uh, talk about this award, um, let's talk about the society that you're a part of, Home Inspectors. Tell me w- what what that is. Let's just go there. Okay. okay. Well, it's it's Ashy, the American Society of Home Inspectors. I've been a, a proud member now. It'll be, this is my 25th year of being an ASHI member. And how long has it been in? It's I been a, a professional organization since 1976. Oh, wow. It, it's the oldest professional organization for home inspectors. Now, not all home inspectors have to be members of this. No. It's voluntary. It's, uh, it's very voluntary, and uh, the membership requirements are, they're, they're a little tough, uh, obviously they're doable because I did it. Right. So, uh, but you, you have to pass a couple tests, uh, much like being a licensed home inspector in Tennessee, you have to pass the national home inspector exam. Uh, you have to pass a code of ethics exam. You have to do continuing education, which in the case of ASHI, it's 20 hours a year instead of 16 that the state requires. So we're required as ASHI members to have four hours more per year. Uh, and you have to have your reports verified that you meet the standards of practice. And uh, it, it's, it's a good organization. We have local chapters, and so we have a chance to meet. We meet quarterly here in East Tennessee, and it's a, a brotherhood, if you will. And before... Well, let's say um, before Ashy, or now this Ashy's been in since the seventies. You're saying when did this the state of Tennessee require a license, or is there a national license requirement? There's not a national uh, license requirement. Each state has their own requirements. A good portion of the states now are licensed. Tennessee was licensed in two thousand six. So that's when that started. Yes. See, because mortgage license began 2010. Okay. So, you know, after, well, so 2006 is before the the big bust, the Great right. Recession, before the housing bubble burst. So you guys were ahead of the curve. Then, then right. The mortgage license came after the bust. So they figured, well, these guys need to be licensed. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of interesting. Right. But the state required certain, you know, qualifications to, to get licensed. That's right. 
Yeah, to be licensed by the state, you had to have um, 90 hours of training, certified training to become a home inspector. In, in my case, uh, it, it was a grandfathered. If you were in business so many years and had done so many inspections, and you didn't have to have the 90 hours of training. But uh, someone else, they had to have 90 hours of training, pass the written exams, uh, have errors and omissions insurance, which was not a requirement before, uh, not be a convicted felon, mm. uh, high school graduate, and then you could become a home inspector, licensed home inspector. Okay. And so, um, and once you pass your test, you get your license and you can practice in Tennessee. Can you go any, to, is there reciprocity in other states or surrounding states with that license? Well, the reciprocity is if I had a license, if I have a license in Tennessee and I go to North Carolina, they will make me apply for a license, but they may not. Uh, require me to have the education. Okay. So I still have to apply and pay for a license, but I don't have to maybe do the testing or the you might education. Get exempted out of that. Right. A grandfather. But so. I still have to apply for a license. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so as part of this ASHI um, organization, it's a kind of a self-contained, uh, self-run, your own rules, kind of looking for a standard in practice of home inspection or more ethics? What would you define it? The What's interesting is the ASHI had a standards of practice, and they developed it and continued to develop it and tweak it. The state of Tennessee's standards of practice was the ASHI standards of practice. They adopted the ASHI standards, kind of the gold standard of the standards of practice. So the state of Tennessee has adopted the ASHI standards. Wow. And then uh, just this couple of weeks ago, you got awarded the Ironman trophy from ASHI. I did. And this it's on our desk. We're going to have pictures of this. It looks like the Oscar. It's it's a pretty impressive uh, award. It's quite heavy. You felt it. It's, it's, it's very heavy. It's very heavy, um, which surprised me when they hand it to you and your arms drop right. because it's, it's heavy. But uh, this was... Uh, very humbling for me, and it was uh, a, quite an honor for me to receive this award. So we're here in studio with Jack Feldman, Clayton Inspection Service, the uh, recipient of the Ashy Ironman. We're going to be talking about that and his other award coming up in the next segment. This is the Housing Hour. Stay with us. You probably think that you are better now, better now. You only say that because I'm not around. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back into the Housing Hour. This is Mark Griffith filling in for Kevin Ray, who our thoughts and prayers are with he and his family as they're going through some uh, some family illness. So um, we're, we're thinking of him today and wish that uh, he was here. But we certainly understand. But we're going to continue on, and we got a great show. Jack Feldman in studio with us, a crazy home inspection, which has got to be one of my favorite all-time series. 
And uh, this is going to be a fun one. But we've been talking to Jack Feldman about some of his awards. But I first want to welcome in Richard Swan has just jumped into the studio, who was with me last week as co-host. Richard, thank you and welcome back. Mark, always my pleasure to join you and listen to your exciting guests and and hear more about what's going on in our industry. (laughs) Now you're the Mm co-host. But uh, anyway, so welcome in, uh, Richard. But uh, Jack, uh, we were talking about your your Ironman trophy here which looks like an oscar it's a beautiful piece it is really is yeah and um and it's really an honor to get something like this from your your fellow home inspectors for all those years of service it it's a it's a huge honor you know i am and i think you had a surprise where was this what where where was it held this was in san diego at our national conference the ashy national conference and you didn't know, so you go out there unknowing, uh, just go to another, um, you know, conference. Yeah, my my wife Shelby uh, had had plotted with uh, one of my chapter friends, or he used to be friend. He plotted with my wife to, against me, and Ashy National uh, plotting this surprise and. Uh, so I haven't quite forgiven her. I'm getting close to forgiving her for surprising me, but then she surprised me with another thing at the conference, which just kind of, it, it just keeps giving. And that one was? Uh, our daughter in yes. Seattle. Yeah. Uh, there was a knock at the hotel room door, and I thought it was the room service people because I had talked <laughs> to the, the, the housekeeping, getting some extra things the day Love before. It. And I thought, okay, they're knocking to see if I needed more coffee or something. And I go to the door, and, and Shelby said, hey, can you get the door? And um, I was brushing my teeth, and I, I didn't say, well, why don't you get it yourself? I just went to the door and opened it, and there was my daughter from Seattle standing on the other side. And this is before the awards? This was a before the awards. Did you think something was up at this point? Well, yeah. <laughs> but you probably didn't have any idea like this. You just said, Dad, I need some money, right? No. Well, no. It, uh, it, it All of this makes me cry oh. because it, it's it surprise and it really good surprises. And uh, the, the award I was given was people that I always considered icons of the industry right. and never dreamt that you know, that maybe I would ever get this thing. But see, you are an icon of the industry. And that's why we have you on the show for so many, because you are an icon. Well, apparently I am. Well, you are. Yeah. Well, and any recognition like that from a peer organization, which is other professionals, means a lot because they know what it takes day in and day out to do home inspections, to crawl around in crawl spaces and attics, and they know what that is, what it entails to stay knowledgeable. So I commend you on that because that shows how much you stay qualified in your industry, how much you continue to learn and give back to your industry. And that's what all of us are trying to do in our respective industries is make them better and improve things for buyers, improve things for the real estate industry as a whole. Yeah. Well, it, and I have, I've, uh, I've spent essentially 25 years behind the scenes and I was recognized for it. And how many inspections have you done to date? About 11,000. 
So it's uh, so you've been around the block a few times, Jack. This will be my thirtieth uh, year. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that comes knowledge. I mean, I've been in the mortgage business for plus thirty years too. So you yeah. learn a lot eventually. 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 Yes. Yeah. We do, and and we see a lot. You do. Oh my goodness. Have I seen a lot? I mean, because I've gotten in in the eighties, and oh, I, I mean, I could write a book on it, and probably should. It, you could get published again. Maybe, maybe. But uh, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the the second honor that you got because this is kind of heaping up on you, <clears throat> and you got to understand something about Jack Feldman, Richard. If you don't know, he's very he's very humble and he's not self serving. He's not out here pr- promoting himself. I mean, he he's just a very quiet guy that does a really great job so this is probably kind of embarrassing for you it is it is it it? is yeah um so we're just throwing it it right in your face you are yeah it's it it, it is kind of embarrassing um yeah so the the east tennessee chapter yeah uh of ashy uh ashy organization has chapters all over the the world actually and in tennessee we have three and east tennessee um I happen to be the um, the founding president of the East Tennessee chapter. I started it. Well, I didn't do it. I two other guys and myself. We decided to start the East Tennessee chapter, and we did that um, in 2000. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great group of guys. We meet four times a year, and we have our continuing ed. And uh, I've been president. I've been vice president. I was core rep. I. I Serve the chapter in a lot of capacities, and they honored me with this award last Saturday. And it says in part here, for your unwavering past support, many contributions, promotion of professionalism, and is are deeply appreciated. So it really kind of tells what it kind of really sums up kind of what I know about you because you're a person that gives back. You've helped other people. You've coached up other people that needed um, help in the profession. Probably for the last thirty years, I have. Yeah, yeah. It, it's what's funny is one of uh, one of the inspectors in Knoxville that I mentored when he was starting. Uh, he he retired more from medical. He had a, a physical problem and he had to retire. But I mentored him twenty years ago. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of amazing, isn't it? Well, yeah. let's talk about crazy home inspections because you're still at this. You're still in the daily grind. Uh, Eleven thousand five hundred ninety-three inspections <laughs> <and> counting. Yeah, <laughs> but who's counting? But who's counting? Um, so, let, so what we do is we pull up. He, he sends me these uh, pictures, Richard, and we go through them and we we kind of talk about what they are and kind of name them. Um, so let's start with this first one. Okay. This first picture, if you go to housinghour.com, pull this up. I'm going to have all the photos up there so you can see these. He does the home inspections, walks through the property, and he checks out everything. So here we have a picture of a bathroom. He looks at the tub, um, and I would assume it's full of water, and it's black water that it is full of. Did you fill up this tub? Jack? I did. So you turn on. You turn. You close the, uh, the, uh, the spigot there, and you turn it on, fill it up. It's black water. It's it, it's black. What's causing this? What happened? Well, it, it it was a long vacant house. It's been vacant a long time. So what happens in in there if they don't drain the water heater? They don't drain the pipes. Um, there's a component inside the water heater called an anode rod. Yes. Okay. Well, 
they kind of disintegrate and they give off a, a, a chemical or a mineral. And combined with a sediment in the tank, it it builds this chemical reaction and it comes out black. And in most cases, you may see a little dribble when you first start it and then it goes away. Well, this wasn't going away and I filled up the tub and it was black. I filled a sink and it was black. Uh, it there's a lot of black water. So, so this is speaking to the um, hot water heater, perhaps that is probably 14 or 15 years old, maybe. It's it. Well, it's gone. I mean, it's it's totally shot. Yeah. It it doesn't know it yet, but it's gone. This this is the black water, and it happens. So this is why you get a home inspector because you don't want to move into a house and see all this. Black. Well, there, there's an odor associated with this too, kind of a rotten egg smell. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Okay. So the next photo we have, because we're going to go through some of these here, um, it's uh, it looks like a um, a metal uh, piece of steel that's got a hole in it. But actually, what is this? This is the inside of a furnace. This is called a heat exchanger. Yeah. And uh, f- through through my years, most of the time, and and you're looking at this as a home inspector. Uh, this is like looking at an iceberg. You can see very little of the the full heat exchanger. Uh, this particular model and year I knew were problematic, so I opened up the covers and I I tried at my best to look inside, and there it is. There's this big gaping hole in one of the heat chambers, and uh, that's a cracked in a heat exchanger, which is a bad thing. So you're so. Flames could come out of this. Is that is that what I'm hearing? Well, the flames are inside that chamber, and when there's a hole in it, that means it can be getting into your ductwork, and carbon monoxide be going into your ductwork, ductwork, which Spreading goes out. into the house, and not Man, a good thing. Not a good thing at all. So we're going to continue with more of these uh, crazy home photos with Jack Feldman, Clayton Inspection Service, right after these messages. Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And welcome back. This is Mark Griffith, co-host, typically, but not today. I'm co-host today. Your co-host today. Richard Swan's with us, and we appreciate him being in here. And in studio, Jack Feldman, Clayton Inspection Service, doing the crazy home inspection thing that we always do. We try to do this, oh, I don't know, once a quarter, maybe something like that. Whatever I can get in his busy time. He's very busy and wanted. And he is also the ASHI Award winner. It's the the American Society of Home Inspection, right? Right. And, and that is the Ironman, and plus he's the East Tennessee Ashy a w- winner as well for 2018. So it's a big deal, Jack. Big it deal. Is. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know that I've ever known an Ironman winner. Well, you a, do now. I do now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, quite an honor. But we're going through these uh, inspection <clears throat> photos. And we've last uh, segment, we looked at some black water. And Jack kind of walked us through what causes black water and with a deteriorating uh, hot water heater. And he kind of describes that. And this is why you want a home inspection. I can't imagine anybody buying a home today without a home inspection. 
um, for sale by owner, sometimes they get through and they don't do these home inspections? They'll do it on new construction. They think it's, you know, oh. it's brand new. So what could be wrong? What could go wrong? Right. And so if you go back past shows on Crazy Home Inspections, because we always put one new construction photo in the Crazy Home Inspections, because that's what he sends, sends us. And you will see on new construction, mo- newly moved in homes having a major malfunction area, like uh, a fireplace flue going into the attic, unfinished, yeah. into the attic. So it could be an alive one, too. There's gas ones that you showed us, but there's also been um, wood-burning fireplaces just going into the attic. Exactly. That just, they, thank they, God. they thought they were getting an added smoker in the attic. I guess, I guess <laughs> you could put some meat up there and cook it if you were smart. But uh, if you're smart, you just finish that thing out. So that's kind of amazing stuff. So uh, the um, the second piece was the uh, furnace uh, heat heat exchanger right. have a big crack in it that can cause carbon monoxide poisoning. And uh, most you'd kind of mentioned that most uh, people, because you knew of this exchanger, you knew to take it apart and look for this particular problem. I yes. would assume that's because of your thirty years experience. Probably. I mean, so I kind of gather from that. Correct me if I'm wrong. That some inspectors might not know to look that deeply into it well we're not required to Mm. so we're not required to disassemble something ah and so to look inside i have to remove about 12 screws and we're not required to we're we're supposed to have just readily openable panels right but i know there's a potential of a problem so i'm going to take the 13 or 14 screws out and, and take a look this is why you're an Iron Man award winner. I guess. Well, but um, this so is dangerous it, stuff. It, it is. It's very important, and so it it takes me another ten minutes or so to do this, but I think it's important. So it's ten minutes well spent. Yeah, you're not you're not looking at the and uh, it the, may uh, have uh, saved a life for those homeowners. It may have, you know, helped them. Well, that that was a big thing. The big crack. It's it, because it's. It, it's a major repair or replacement when you have a cracked heat exchanger. All right, let's go to the next photo. This one is a, and, and you, people love these, especially up in Gatlinburg. It's a it's a log house. You can say see how the, the logs are put together. The front porch looks like something out of Beverly Hillbillies. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. It's It looks like cedar logs that are the posts uh, for the roof that overhangs the porch. Right. And you got the deck which is a good-looking deck, good good construction on the deck, and then continued with the same cedar logs, I guess they're cedar, that are uh, support posts for the deck. Is that good? Oh, yeah. You, you've described it. That's what it is. That's what it is. So what's, what's wrong with this photo, Jack? Well, a, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> so they, they got some logs on the property, and they uh, apparently they were long enough. So they cut them off, and then they use that to support the deck. Well, it look like they're all similar height. Sure. They cut them off. They, they didn't bother, in this case, to put any concrete under those posts or put them on any kind of footing. Oh, I see. So they're just in the, in the dirt. Um, and then they continued the post on top of the deck after they built the deck to hold up the roof. Right. Well, first of all, this isn't really allowed. Because you don't know the stability or the strength of these things. Sometimes they're insect-eaten and 
or they're cracked or split or hollow. And, and so you don't know the strength of these things, and you're essentially holding up the roof of this house and a deck. Uh, and then the, the way the deck is constructed, there, there's nothing really holding up the, the, the boards there. You see the, the joists. They're not being supported from underneath, so there's not a good load path. And there's no railing. Yeah. And then the, there's no uh, balusters on the stairs going down so kids could fall off the deck. They could fall off the edge of the stairs. Um, it, while while it looks rustic and, you know, uh, attractive in that manner, it's really kind of substandard. So the steps, there's six steps going up to the porch. So it's obviously an elevated porch. Six steps, typically one story is 13 steps. Would I assume that this yeah. is probably four feet off the ground then? Well, let's see. He's calculating. Yeah. So it's it's about 40 inches maybe. Okay. So just a little bit over three feet off, yeah. off the ground, which can cause serious injuries if you fall off. So you need railing. I right. think I think code in Knox County is 36 inches. Anything it, yeah. above that requires... So, yeah, this would have needed a railing. Right, needs a railing. But the footers on the, because like you said, these logs, although they look natural and it looks gorgeous. So my as a homeowner, I go say, I want this house. But then I, then you're saying that, hey, they're not tested. They're not, you know, we don't know what's in those logs. They're not, they got to support the roof. And then the weight of this log sitting on top of the, the footers for this porch that are sitting on ground without any footer underneath these right. logs. You're asking for trouble. They're just going to keep sinking, and then the deck sinks, and the roof sinks, and you know, then you end up with a slide in front instead of a deck. So it, <laughs> yes. it just tips over, and you walk out the front door, and you slide off the edge. Right. So, yeah, so this obviously didn't pass, and probably the porch is not properly mounted to the foundation with lag bolts or anything. If obviously. I remember right, there wasn't much right with this. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so this is why we pay money to send you out and look at these things. That's, right. uh, that's uh, what. Do you ever get any feedback? Do the owner say he's missing the ten of the uh, rustic log cabin? Gets any pushback like that? Uh, none that I listen to. <laughs> but sure, yeah, I I get usually from a seller. They're angry sometimes, and but. Yeah, I mean, digging this out, you have to prop this up, dig out these uh, logs. Do the logs need really need to be replaced, or or do you you can use them aesthetically and then use other supports for them? Well, you'd probably need an engineer to evaluate the logs to see if they are in fact stable and strong enough to do their intended load. Right. Okay. And maybe they are. They they could, could be. be, but they just need to be properly supported with foundation. Right. Not just concrete uh, slabs that you buy at the store for three bucks a piece. No. <laughs> and and then the other is that the the deck really wasn't built correctly. Oh. And then you have the top post that's holding up. Well, it's just sitting on the deck boards. Yeah, right. So it's not really, yeah, it, it's just not right. So when you're going for your second vacation home, you know, I guess you're third, Richard. So uh, if you... My third, I've got one. Oh, you've got one. Okay. <laughs> so I, too many vacations. So when you go to your next one, did you have a home inspection of your... I uh, did. You did? I did. Good for you. See? Have we not met? Yeah. I, yeah. Well, you never talked about that. 
<laughs> but anyway. Well, and have you ever driven through Cades Cove? Oh, yeah. And looked at some of the old churches. Right. And then the little piling of rocks, large rock, oh, yeah, middle yeah, yeah, rock, yeah. and then smaller rock. And then that's what the foundation, that's what the framing of the church is sitting on. And I mean, those look like those are on a very precarious balancing yeah. act. He's got a good point, Richard. Those things have lasted for hundreds of years. Sure. <laughs> but the, they've been the, shored up over the time occasionally. Yeah. So. And, and the light in your refrigerator goes on every time until it doesn't. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> exactly. Um, but, it, you know, so anyway, any time that you're looking at another home, second home, vacation home, going up to Pigeon Forest, it's a good idea to get a home inspection. Always get a home inspection. We got a minute left, and we're going to go to the next photo, and I'll just leave you with this before we, on the other side of the break. We'll come back and talk about it. But there is something that looks like a foundation wall, and I see a hand coming out of a hole, and it's, and it's Jack's hand just coming out. Does that properly describe it? Well, it's not my hand. It's, it's, my, not, it's someone my client's hand. hand. Yes, <laughs> Be, because I I took the picture. I was on the outside. Oh, so this was a team effort to try to find the defect. The defect. Yeah, and did I'll, you have to dig away a little bit on this photo? I did. Get, yeah, okay. I had to dig a fair amount. Okay. All right, so when we come back on the other side of this break, um, we're going to talk a little bit and dive into why is there a hole in the foundation and why is this man's hand sticking out of it? So this is the Housing Hour Crazy Home Inspection with Jack Feldman. Come back after these messages. Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. And we're back into the Housing Hour. Richard Swan here with me. Again? Again. Two weeks in a row. That's fantastic. And in studio, Jack Feldman, Clayton Inspection Service, giving us his crazy home inspection and the ashy Iron Man for 2018. Give us his expert opinion of these photos. And we were talking about this hole in the foundation with the owner's hand sticking out of it. So tell us what's going on. Why is there a hole in the foundation of this man's house? wasn't built right for first of all that's but the bottom line <laughs> uh, so uh unfinished basement soon to be he wanted to finish it my my buyer and there were stains of water penetration on top of the foundation wall and getting up on my ladder because it was a tall foundation uh looking back in this cavity because the the wall cantilevered over the foundation it wasn't right there it cantilevered over a bit I could see what I thought was bare earth, which usually you don't want to see that from your basement. So went outside and I got a shovel and I started digging up in this area. And my client is is down in the basement. And I said, you know, let me know if we're going to try to dig and see what we find. And he says, "I, I see light, I see light. And we dug down a little further. And then I said, well... Stick your hand out if you can, and so he did, and and it just so I took the picture because it's it's a great picture, but what this opened was a, a kind of a can of worms of the the shoddy construction and totally this is a synthetic stucco uh, exterior finish, and which is not supposed to be under 
ground. Right. And the bottom edge where his hand is was not finished. So uh, it's, you know, synthetic stucco is really a core of styrofoam and with uh, mesh over it. And then it's, it's coated, troweled on with like an acrylic type thing. Well, it's, it's open on the bottom. So any kind of moisture will just wick right up there right. and termites get in. Mold. Through, mold, everything. Well, the other, because it was underground a fair amount with no waterproofing, uh, the floor framing is there. So it also was uh, getting wet and moldy and, and nasty. And this is not, if, if I remember, I don't remember exactly, but this was not a very old house. Well, we see a lot of problems in the past with those, uh, that, that style of stucco. Right. In the past, I've seen lawsuits. A lot of folks. Yeah, well, class action lawsuit, big stuff. Big stuff. And this was, this is big stuff. Yeah. So that's why you get. I mean, so again, this is like removing uh, twelve screws on a heater. To you, you picked up the shovel and started digging. I did. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of going well, above and, f- and above. Floor joists that have water in them or are wet. That's a huge expense. For that, if that homeowner had not found that, if the buyer had not found that, that's going to be a ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollar expense to try to replace some of yeah. that, um, if if it was worth replacing. Yeah, th- this was, this turned into a big thing. Mm. There, there was much more there than just this little yeah. hand through the under of the foundation. And that's typically what you find over your past. Right. If there's one big thing. There's usually a lot of big things. Yeah. But uh, well, let's go to the next photo. This one is kind of something typical you see in East Tennessee. You really do. If there, if the, if you don't have a porch, but you've got a door going up on the second story going out to nowhere because the porch isn't there, or maybe you had to remove it. So what do you do? You just kind of throw up a barrier so no one can get through so it this looks like somebody nailed to um the second story there ac- across the door um a twin bed headboard uh, made of metal that's what it looks like to me i i think that's probably what that is <laughs> yeah so uh so the the board that you see there is a a, a ledger or a header a header um and that's for when they were going to build a deck but i guess they ran out of money or maybe the lumber truck broke down on the way but there's no deck and apparently there was no deck for a while because they decided well to keep keep little jimmy from falling out or or aunt mary yes they would disassemble a bed and put the headboard there to as a barrier and we, we've seen these in the past. Um, I, I've come across these over my 30 years, too. And we require, if we pass this, we require that the door be permanently sealed. Yes. Or know, build a deck. Or build a deck. Yeah. But, but you know, you can't. You can have a picture window. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But you can't have, you know, a shouldn't, door that opens up. Shouldn't have a door that has a latch that opens, yeah. And, not, and certainly not a metal headboard that looks like it belongs in a child's room really is what that is kind of attractive though <laughs> well it's it looks square so they hung it square to the uh, header they had a level, <laughs> they yeah. had a level. maybe or is just dumb luck <laughs> maybe that could be i just you know, i guess uh anyway well let's go to the next one um i want to i want to talk about this one this is new construction that you went out on we always have a new construction and if you look at it you have the uh 
tar paper? Is that what that is? Roofing felt, tar paper. Yeah. yeah okay. Roofing felt, and you and it and it's put down. You put the roofing felt down before you put the shingles down. I think everybody knows that. And this looks perfectly fine to me, Jack. What is the problem? Well, it, it's it's put on cattywampus. Or it's it's uh, uh, is that it, one of them it, fancy terms from an it, Iron Man? It, it's it's an Iron Man term. <laughs> no, it's it's put on vertically, and it should be put on horizontally from the bottom of the roof up oh. and overlapped. And this is vertically, uh, so it's easy because you someone just gets at the top and they let go of the roll and it rolls down, and someone cuts it off and then they roll it up. And I mean, this is probably very fast for them to put that down, but it's just totally wrong. It, it it the the water path is uh, it, it it's just wrong. Well, okay, so this is new construction, and and as we've yeah. said in the past, because you've had a lot of new construction photos and your crazy home inspections with us, um, yeah, even new construction are bad techniques sometimes. Yeah, the these this this particular one, the people had hired me to do progress inspections under new construction. That's what I was going to ask you. So you I was the out stage. there doing the framing part. Right. And, um, you know, if I would have been... Finished. Uh, well, I could have been the next day and the roof would have been on and I would have had no way of knowing this. Right. I just happened to come out at the right time because these guys were roofing this house. And you know how fast a roof can go up. That Absolutely. I could have been hours, yeah, and I would have seen this nice roof. What a great idea to have you come out during phases of construction. Yeah, I, I, you know, I've never thought about that, but you know, I mean, we have inspectors come out from footer on up mm -hmm. uh, from the state and whatever. Some right. municipalities have them. Well, um, and great idea. FHA new construction used to have FHA instructor inspectors that yes. would go out. And inspect a home to pass it FHA on new construction, didn't they? When you started yeah. in the business, oh yeah, absolutely. And and uh, we still have those same FHA inspectors for some of our our rehabilitation loans, two or three Ks, and things like that. We still use the same guys. Actually, where you uh, the home ins some home inspectors are getting certified through FHA to do these rehabilitation loans. So um, right. you know it's kind of interesting and where to go. All right, for our last photo. This is, okay, so from time to time, remember that Jack goes through these homes and he never knows what he's going to find. So he turns a corner, you never know. We've had some strange things when you turn the corner. But this, this is a guy that was in the attic when you went up there. How did you not just pass out when you saw this? Well, okay, so this photo is taken with a, a flash. And so it's very, <laughs> it's very bright. When, uh, so I'll, I'll give you an idea. This is in kind of Fourth and Gilaria, very old home. And I went up to one of the upper bedrooms and there was a bookcase. And um, I, I looked around outside and I realized that there's space behind this wall that it's not accounted for. So I, I thought, I kept looking and I see the bookcase will roll out. I can open this bookcase from the wall. Uh, revealing this attic. So I do that, and as I open the bookcase, the attic, you know, it's a dark spot. I see Jason, but... Full size. It, uh, full. This is a full size. This is, he's probably six foot two, I'm guessing. This is a big Jason. And it's quite dark in there. So this doesn't really show what my eye saw. And I've been in the house a couple hours, 
There's no one in the house. I know this isn't real. Yet when I pull that thing apart, awesome. I opened it up. I probably, I don't remember, but I probably screamed like a little girl. I bet you did. And it, it really, it, it, my heart stopped, and it, it really shocked me. And, and then, then I laughed because, you know, you see what it is. And then we don't have a recording of the screen. Yeah. It, <laughs> now, uh, now I'm assuming you will be posting these pictures on our podcast. All these pictures are okay. going up. And this one has got, you've got to see this one because it's very, very scary looking. And yeah. especially if he hits it with the flash, I can imagine the high pitched girl like scream that you it, came out. Uh, it was like a little girl, I'm sure, that I screamed. Yeah. Jack Feldman, thank you very much for another classic Crazy Home Inspections. That's Glad to Clayton be here. Inspection service. Thank you, Richard Swan, for being here. Eric Glasgow on the board. Thank you very much. And next time, the Housing Hour. Check this out on our housinghour.com. Share it with family and friends. We'll see you next time. That's the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know, so come here to find out. Also check us out at thehousinghour.com. This show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.